Hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Jake, Jake Johansson. It's episode episode 310, July 22nd, 2020. This is the audio from my daily live Facebook show every day live on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, if all the technology works correctly at 3 p.m. California time. So I am in San Francisco doing this uh, corporate gig and I am doing this show that you're listening to in the midst of that. So I've been very busy. I hope you're busy. It's kind of exciting to be busy as opposed to just doing this all the time. And uh, I appreciate you listening. You're helping me get through this. And I hope I'm helping you get through this. Here we go. July 22nd. Here we go. This is my show from the 16th floor of corporate headquarters in San Francisco, California. This way. Yeah, there we are. See down the street. See me. I I can't see you yet because I haven't got the other thing on, but it's probably almost ready to be on. Let me just take a big swig of water from the biggest jug available. Mm. Delicious. I'm about halfway. Yeah, it's about halfway through my half gallon for today. It's three o'clock on July twenty um, second. Excuse me for that noise. I know that was probably pretty loud. Uh, Keys, pants off, dance off. Welcome aboard, my friend. Sheila, hello. Good to see you. Rachel, Cameliers reporting in. Uh, Did I see the parrots? I didn't get over to the parrots yesterday. I have to say it was a bit later of a night than I thought over here. You gotta be there. You gotta be at the trees at dusk because the parrots come home to roost at dusk and then they're quiet once it gets dark. I didn't make it. Hello, Don. Hello, Scott. Good to see you. Um, Keith, hello. I hope to to maybe get over and see the parrots uh, today, but again, it's a little bit of a question mark. I'm meeting, uh, I'm meeting Clinton from the show. You may have seen him in the comments. He's, a, he's an artist, graphic artist, and a poster uh, t-shirt designer, and he's come up with some t-shirt designs, one for the Cameliers t-shirts and another one for the Don't Give Up t-shirt, which hopefully I'll be able to show off next week with Belinda and we may be able to do a kind of a limited ordering and printing of if, if that's something that people are interested in. Uh, Annie, hello from Detroit, greetings. Um, Rich, you want to know if it's Tuesday yet? Good God, I don't think it's Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? No, it's Wednesday. It's Cameliers report on Wednesday and I have to say, I haven't had time to do as much listening to the uh, to the Camel uh, Camel Connections podcast as I like this week. Russ and Tara are kind of a voice of of sanity and and kind of pleasant calm amongst among amidst and amongst amidst and amongst the Varinus. So check out the uh, Camel Connections podcast if you'd like to know more about camels. But I did I have found out some interesting camel facts. Um, Darren, nice to see you. Looking forward to the t-shirt, so I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, so uh, so what have I got here? I've got some camel facts. I've got uh, the saying hello. We've said hello. I've got greetings from Belinda. I spoke to her on the phone today, and she sends you all greetings. <clears throat> Our daughter, who whose iPhone was on its last legs, uh, has destroyed her phone today, and so I've been second uh, at a distance consulting on the purchase of her new she my daughter's got a new iPhone so that's great um, and I'm here 
doing a job that will help me pay for it. So, so that is good. So that is good. So yeah, work here is, it's been pretty busy. So that's why I didn't get to see the parrots yesterday. Um, I just went back to bed last night. It was, I had to be up at five and on stage here at seven. And then tomorrow that's the same. It's up at five on stage here at seven. And when I say stage, it's in front of a camera that's in webcast live to their sales force. And then uh, that's what we're doing again tomorrow. We've got a 7 a.m. On, on camera and then a repeat of that same show at 6 p.m. for uh, Asia and Australia. So it's, uh, it's two, we're doing two shows a day, which is familiar to me in a comedy club. We do two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. But in a comedy club, you'd have your 7 p.m. show and your 9 p.m. show, or maybe 8 and 10 or 9 and 11. You get the idea. They're separated by two hours, and you're doing a show most of that time. Here, you do your first show, you get finished at 10 a.m., and then <laughs> then you got uh, then you got eight hours to your next show. So that's a long day, and uh, there's, there's a bit of planning. And, you know, I did this, I did this show yesterday, which I'll do tomorrow. Um, what do you got there? Rich, you bought your son a used iPhone on Amazon for 125. He's 12 years old. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. We we weren't going on Amazon for any used phones. Um, Jen, your husband's gone gun crazy. What's he doing? Um, you own a shotgun and a concealed carry Walther PK 380. Isn't that the James Bond gun? Doesn't Walter Walther? PK 380, isn't that what James Bond carries? Well, good for you, Jen. You're heavily armed. I'd hate to... Uh, uh, you're formidable, formidable. I wouldn't want to... I, I, don't, I don't like the idea of getting into a fracas or a fracas with you, even if you're only fighting hand-to-hand. Um, the fun meter today, we're doing pretty good. I, I got out, had a little... It's right, we're in between medium and maximum. Um, I got out and had lunch with a friend of mine, took a little walk up to North Beach in San Francisco. You know, they've got the grass painted in Washington Square Park with these big white circles, you know, like they paint a football field with the white paint, except they're circles that are about 12 feet in diameter, and the the centers of the circles are probably about, uh, well, they're 12 feet in diameter, and the outside of the circles are five feet from the, six feet from the next circle, and the whole park has got all these circles, so... So, so the people are meant to go out and just be in the circle of safety with their people. But it was nice to get out of the financial district, which, as you can see, is still is still pretty Omega Man-ish right now. Um, the streets down here are pretty empty. There's some coffee is available during the day, um, but there's but there's they close at one thirty. I missed the coffee yesterday. Um, unfortunately, I missed the coffee now. But we were up in North Beach where you can get coffee almost all day. So it's the Camelier's report. Um, here, what have you got here? Um, yes, Jen, you're right. You can now easily beat me in a jiu-jitsu studio. Um, yeah, El Ferrolito for a dinner burrito. I'd love to do that. Um, oh, the Walther PPK. I had, I had my guns wrong. I had my guns wrong. Um, so... Uh, Ramon says my iPhone 7 screen was hanging by one single wire last year and I finally had to buy an iPhone 11. Well, yeah, it's it's hard to know when you got to upgrade. My daughter really did use this thing as long as she could stand it and it just finally stopped being able to work. Um, so, Darren, a camel can drink as much as 30 gallons in 13 minutes. Yes, uh, since Varinus, I can drink beer at the same speed. Well, congratulations, Darren. That's You've really been spending your time wisely. 
Um, Ramon says concealed firearms in Texas. I thought everyone just carried them out in the open, except if you're a minority, then you get stopped by the police at gunpoint for it. Yeah, I feel like I'm not. I'm not into a. I'm not good for a gun. I'm not. I'm not a gun person. I'm not a gun person. I try and talk myself out of trouble, and so far so good. Uh, so World Camel Day, which we missed unfortunately, and we were the sad thing is we were all together. I think. I mean, I'm not sure. If June 22nd. Let me go back and let me go. Let me let me just check the calendar quickly. Uh, so June 22nd was a Monday, uh, the day after Father's Day, and that was also World Camel Day. If you can believe it, June 22nd is World Camel Day, and I found this news. You know, camels are are used quite a bit in India uh, on the beach for tourists to take tourists around, and. Uh, they're, they've had some several abandoned camels near Puri, Paradip, and uh, Gopalapur in India. Uh, it's fun just to take a shot at saying those names. But, uh, yeah, abandoned camels on the beach, abandoned tourist camels. The camels have been used uh, by entrepreneurs to give tourists a ride on the beach, but now there's no tourists, and these poor camels are getting abandoned on the beach in India. So, I mean, look, we've got unemployed people here in the United States, so... I'm, I'm not going to start a charity to support the camels that are, have been abandoned on the beach in India, but I thought it was, um, I thought it was just an interesting kind of consequence of this whole thing is the abandonment of camels on the beaches. So uh, domestic camels are a domestic camel knows his friend and will never forget him. That was from Russ and Tara today on the Camel Connection podcast. Camels know their friends and they'll never forget them. So they don't hold grudges, but they once they, they hold a, the reverse friendship grudge. Once you make friends with a camel, uh, they're, they're your friend. They remember you and they know you. Um, <laughs> Ramon says abandoned camels. I just call them free meat. I don't know how delicious... Um, I don't know how delicious uh, camels, camel meat would be. Um... Kisanuma are engaged in some Chinese checkers. Um, so, yeah, I don't know about camel meat, but camel milk and urine uh, have have been uh, touted as treatments for many diseases, which I was surprised uh, to hear that from Russ and Tara today. But evidently, camel milk and urine, or urine, as they say in Australia, um, have been touted as cures for many diseases. And I think the reason for that, that they say, is uh, because... Uh, of the camel's herbal diet. They eat a lot of herbs, and so I guess that goes into their milk and urine. Um, and so while Russ and Tara have not sold any camel urine, uh, they have been offered up to $40 Australian for a liter, which is still, I think that's still over $30 American. Um, so <laughs> that seems that seems like uh, you're, you're overpaying for your camel whiz. But uh, I could be wrong, you know, I haven't priced Camel Whiz ever, but uh, as just a person who's most, most recently become aware of the idea that, uh, that it might be something that I really want, um, I, I feel like $30, well, that's, by, that's for the liter, $30 for a liter, what does that work out to for a shot? If you're opening a bar, <laughs> you're selling shots of Camel Milk, this would be some kind of frat bar because I don't know that's those are going to be the early adopters for camel camel urine here in the United States got to be fraternity guys 
trying to get a shot of camel camel urine on a bet, or maybe maybe you could open some kind of weird uh, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Silicon Valley elite billionaire uh, bar. You convince them that camel urine is is some kind of life giving force. Although the PR the PR cost of that alone is going to be it's going to dwarf the cost per liter of the camel urine. Um, <clears throat> but yes, I'm not int- I don't think. Well, would I drink a shot of camel urine? I would maybe, maybe if we were all together in a bar and we were pretty convinced that it was as safe as it could be. Maybe if we were all going to do it, I might do it. Um, uh, Frank is saying camel whiz is good for toe rot. Well, I've heard that, uh, Frank, uh, that regular whiz is good for toe rot. Uh, if you've got any kind of athlete's foot, you want to pee on it. That's good, that's good for that. Um, <laughs> Jen, you are a real help. You're a real helper. If I ever was to get a producer for the show, I think I would, I would have to consider your resume because you've now posted this, the long, slow trek to get Americans to eat camel meat. If you don't, I'm going to be reading that after the show. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. That is so nice. And that's there for all of us, obviously. Jen is the kind of generous human being who uses her time wisely. She's probably also effective, available for you to do some uh, private detective work to look up any lost loved ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. To get Americans to eat... Yeah. Camel meat. Yes, I think I said that right. Maybe I said it. Maybe I didn't. Um... <laughs> Hey Jeff, oh you're late. Well, you're just, you're just in time for some urine, camel urine tips. Um, so I can't wait. Uh, we might have to talk to Belinda about the camel urine next week. Uh, Uma said, ex-Indian Prime Minister, oh can't pronounce that word. Used to drink his own uh, urine. Yes. Well, I had a friend, and this would be back in the '90s. My best friend. He's he, you know he's he was my best friend for decades. And he's still my good friend. We just don't live near each other anymore. But he was trying to convince me that there were health benefits for drinking our own urine. Um, Not his urine, my urine, your own urine, your urine, one's own urine. That's, uh, that's, I had heard that one before, but I'd never, he was at the point where he was having a couple, like a little dropper of his own urine. The first thing in the morning, he would, whiz in a cup and give himself a couple drops. I think the idea is that your body is filtering out um, impurities and also giving away extra antibodies in your urine. And if you do a recycle job by putting it back in, you're um, synergizing your own body's immune system. I don't know. You got to tell me a pretty, you got to tell me a little bit more convincing story than that to get me to drink my own urine. At least that's what I would say. And that's, you know, inarguably true because I didn't do it and he and he worked hard to try and get me to do that um, <laughs> uh, Jen thank you for being thrilled to be my producer we're gonna have to talk uh, I think uh, Trump drinks his own urine that's why he's orange <laughs> that's what Rich says well that could be that could be um, anyway um, um, I'm glad that you're la- glad that you're laughing um, and you're right. Don't make fun. Don't make fun of King Cheeto. I don't want to make fun of Trump. I, I couldn't believe. I mean, uh, 
Look, I don't want to alienate anybody who's a Trump fan. If, that, if he's your guy, he's your guy. I just have to say, some of the things, as a guy who's not a fan of Trump's, um, some of the things he does are, I, I don't understand why you would veto the money for more testing. I feel like, come on, testing. We're just going to find out who's got it. And if you got it, then you cannot be around other people who don't have it. That seems like it makes sense. But what have, I've said before, I'm no doctor. I'm just a guy who from time to time is in a place with a kind of a spectacular view. And so that's what's going on today. Um, this is a banana from home. I brought this banana. My wife, before I left the house, Belinda says, I'm going to the store. Do you want anything, any groceries to take up to San Francisco with you? And I said, bananas. And then she came home with bananas. And I had, didn't have them packed. And then she said, you asked me for those bananas. I hope you're taking them with you to San Francisco. So I took four bananas along, I think. And th this is one of them. It's starting to really, um, this banana, I mean, which would you rather? <laughs> a shot of urine or a bite of this banana? It even popped open in my pocket this morning. So it's got one end of it's a little bit black, but I'm going to have a little bite of banana. Ooh, and this is, this is like a snuff film. Look at this, that poor banana. Chad, I'm going to eat that part. Mmm, the terrible top of the banana. And normally, as you know, if you watch much network television, you don't often see the big stars eating on camera, but that's something that I do for you. Get a little potassium. It's supposed to be a mood elevator. That's what somebody told me one time. Potassium, bananas are high in potassium, and potassium is a mood elevator. So I just thought I'd have a bite of that banana, take it up a notch <laughs> for the back half of the show. How far in are we? Yeah, we're about halfway in. Um, so I've got some... Uh, Excerpts from the Book of Snark. Like I said, I didn't have a ton of time to prepare. I did a little bit of finding out about camel things. Uh, well, I found out that we missed uh, we missed uh, World Camel Day by a month. Today is July 22nd. June 22nd was World Camel Day. So we're a month late, but we've got our dollar and a kind of a dodgy banana. Um, dodgy banana day. That's a good holiday. Excuses for getting out of a date. I'm teaching my dog to yodel. I can't go on a date tonight. I'm teaching my dog to yodel. Don't like that. I prefer to remain an enigma or a conundrum. I forget which. Well, that's a joke. It's an excuse and a joke. Like, maybe maybe you are going to go, sorry, I'm trying to finish. He's just not that into you. <laughs> okay. I think no thank you is better than all of these. My friend is on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, and I promised to stay single during the show in case they needed someone new. I like that. I like that as an excuse to go on a date. My friend's on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and I promised them to stay single during the show in case they needed someone new. Okay, I like that. I don't think I can afford the lifestyle I've, I've become accustomed to if I went on a date with you. Oh, that's a comp... I like that one because it's complimentary. Um... I'm sorry, my shrink doesn't think uh, you sound right for me. That's a good one, especially if it's just a person that you've never met until just that moment. Like, my, I don't think my shrink would be into it. Um, drinks are a bad idea. I have an AA appointment that night. I think that's a good idea. I'm sorry, what did you say? I have a terrible habit of ignoring people who bore me. That sounds like one that you would do, Jen. Powerful, powerful, uh, shut a powerful shutdown. Um... Powerful shutdown. All right. So, <clears throat> what's happening here? Well, a bow tie banana once, Don says, 
National Banana Day. Ed, Ed's in National Banana Day April 15th. Well, that's also tax day. Um, this year a little bit different. Have to rearrange my sock drawer. That's a good one. Um, Okay, uh, the chin mask, I've seen we, today. So this is my mask. I think I've showed you this one before. My, mo my mother made me this mask out of this fabric with these aliens on it. So this is my mask. And today we went for a little walk <clears throat> to get a sandwich, my friend and I. So we're both masked up. But then when you get into the sandwich place, you have to have your mask on. And there were too many people in the sandwich place. They didn't have it set up. It was an Italian deli in North Beach. And they didn't have it set up. Like, this is where you stand and this is where the next person goes. We had, a, we had made a line, and then there were people who were not in the line who were waiting for their food to get prepared. And then there, then, then the guy came out and said, you got to take a number. I know you think you're in line, but now go get a number. And so then there was like, okay, you were technically ahead of me in line, so you get your number first. So we had to take a number. And then a guy comes in to pick up a, an online order, and he's doing this. He's got this mask. He's doing this. He's got the nose out, nose out mask. This is like... This is like you got your pants, but your junk is hanging over the top. This is not okay. This is, you can't, you can't have your junk hanging over the top of your pants. You can't have your nose hanging out of your mask. Get your junk in your mask. You gotta do this. But what do you say to a guy? You can't say, get your junk in your mask. Maybe you can. God, I wish I had thought of saying, get your junk in your mask. You wouldn't be walking around with your junk out of your pants. Why don't you pull, get your nose in your mask, man. But then you're, now you're in a fight with a guy and uh, I doubt that he has a concealed carry, but uh, yeah, I don't want to get in a fight. <sighs> Jeff's, uh, no thank you for the data, I'm not interested in you. There's a Pink Panther cartoon about just that. He walks his fish on the local streets. Mm. Okay. Um, Keith says, when I'm wearing pants, I often wear them. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Keep your junk in your mask. Keep your junk in your mask. That's a good one. That's how, that's how you say it. Thank you. Thank you very much, much, Richard. Keep your junk in your mask. That's what I'm going to say next time. Because it's, cause it's, it's like emphatic, but also silly. And then by the time the person figures it out, do they think they're, they sort of are like, happy about your creativity and less unhappy about your aggressiveness um yeah mass that says get your junk in your mask would be a good mask jen so when <laughs> when you're producing the show one of our post-show meetings is going to be where do we go to order the get your junk in your mask masks um so what else do i have for today well um i've i found uh I accidentally brought this along. This is the uh, this is Sun Tzu's The Art of War. <laughs> speaking speaking of uh, going out heavily armed with a gun and beating people at jujitsu because you've got a gun, um, I'm going to read a little bit of The Art of War. The, the skillful warrior stirs and is not stirred, and I think that applies to what we're talking about right now. You. You get someone mad, you, you go, look, you gotta get your junk in your mask, but you're not so, you're not so emotionally angry that it's messing you up. You're trying to throw the other person off. So the skillful warrior stirs and is not stirred. He lures his enemy into coming or obstructs him from coming. 
wait, so you really can't win because you you either lure them into coming, so either you get them to come or you stop them from coming. So whether they come or they don't come, you're still winning that thing. Um, be sure of victory by def by attacking the undefended. Well, now wait a minute, Sun Tzu. That's not that's not uh, that's not how civilized people are acting all the time. I should have pre-read this. This Sun Tzu, he's undeniably right. Everybody tells you if you want to win a bar fight, you got to be the person who hits first. But uh, I think you win a bar fight by not getting in a bar fight. Because let me tell you something: when you hit someone in a bar, the chances that the cops are going to show up are pretty high. And once the cops show up, anybody who's involved in the fight is going to be in some trouble. So you got to watch out for that. I just saw the CEO of my job here show up, and uh, I, I think I got to—I think I got to go to work pretty soon. Because <laughs> he's going to come in here and ask me what the hell I'm doing. So. Uh, you guys are great. Thank you for being here today. I'm sorry the Camelier's report. Well, how long have we been at it? We've been at it 23 minutes. Well, this is a bit short for the general show. <laughs> if I need to get rid of the guns to be your producer, oh, you'll make it happen, Jen. Well, you don't need to get rid of the guns, but you maybe have to you maybe have to not bring them with you. And Rich, you're right. If you get in a bar fight, you've lost. That's by definition. That's what I was trying to say. Um, Flavia is saying people who have trouble breathing in the masks are mouth breathers. Never breathe through your mouth in the mask. Breathe only through your nose. Then it's a lot easier. You know, you're right. I've been reading a lot about nose breathing lately, and it's supposed to be uh, very healthy for you as well, the nose breathing. That's how we're supposed to breathe. I've got a little bit of a sinusy, what do you call it, uh, it's not phlegm when it's in your nose, but I, 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 I don't want to actually blow a nose bubble right now. I'm going to keep my junk in my nose during the show. Anyway, uh, <laughs> keep get your junk in your mask. That's our takeaway from today. All right? Let's review. Um, domestic camel knows his friend and will never forget him. And that's, that's how we are with each other. Cameliers, we know each other. We're never going to forget each other. Um, camel milk... Uh, I, I'm, I'm ready to try some camel milk. I might actually order some of that to drink on the show in a few weeks. Uh, $40 Australian per liter for camel urine seems a bit high to me. Um, and I'm a few steps away from having a shot of camel urine. Uh, but I'm open to open to listening. I'm, I'm, I'm probably a little more likely to drink my own urine before I drink some camel urine. And I think that's... <laughs> I don't want to go out on a limb here, but, but I, I have to say that's probably true of all of us, isn't it? that we'd be more likely to drink our own urine than camel urine. Think about it. And uh, we'll discuss that on Monday when, when Belinda's back on the show. Um, we've learned a little bit about how to get out of a date. We've, know, we've learned something that we should have learned long ago. Do not F with Jen. She's a bad MFer. We've also learned we're well into maximum fun right now. Thank you guys for being here on a Thursday. Um, Keep your junk to yourself. Get your junk in your mask. I was bullied in school, Keith says. Afterward, got out about what I did to the kid. No more bullying. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to scroll up to find out what you did to the kid. Uh, oh, Jen, you've got the organic fresh... Yes, I believe me. I've already found some links for camel milk that I'm going to buy. Um, that, that was a done deal. Um, all right, so I'll be back tomorrow from this location. I thought I was going to be in the hotel today, but I got called in for a rehearsal... Um, today was supposed to be a day off, but I got called in for rehearsal. So the show's here today. I'll be here tomorrow in between my two uh, 
international internet appearances and wait till you see the outfit I'm going to be wearing tomorrow. OMGZ. Um, so today's quote, I first heard this quote um, by in an interview with Terry Crews, and I highly recommend this. If you've got some time on your hands, go to Tim Ferriss's podcast, Tim, the Tim Ferriss podcast, and look up the Terry Crews episode. Now, he may have been on there more than once, so this was the first appearance of Terry Crews on Tim, Pod, Tim Ferriss's podcast. Really, really great. Uh, kind of inspirational, motivational. He's got a tough personal story, and... Uh, and he, he's really a great dude. I, that, that, I've listened to that podcast a couple of times. Um, and so I first heard this quote there. And, uh, but Terry Crews was quoting uh, an Emerson quote, who we already know. Um, my wife is not so fond of Emerson, but I did like this quote. Um, God will not have his work made manifest by cowards. And uh, whether you believe in God or not, I, I just feel like the the best work, the best work is not is not. It's hard. You can't be a coward and go out there and do your best. God God will not have His work be made manifest by cowards. And that, when I read that, and I want to believe that it's true, I, I really do think of of some of the people who politically or media wise are irritating to me. And, uh, and I realized that those people, a lot of them, are weak and cowardly. And that if we can be people of integrity and stay strong and persist and persevere, that, uh, that we will make the world, world a better place. And so I don't know what God's work is, but I have to believe uh, if there is such a thing, it's all about making the world a better place. So... Uh, I hope I hope you guys are having a great Wednesday. We're through this hump day. Uh, I'm halfway back home to my wife and my beautiful family. Um, and uh, like I always say, thank you guys for watching. Don't give up. I will see you tomorrow. And uh, let's take care of each other. Let's take care of you. Let's take care of each other. Thanks, everybody. Yes, indeed. Thanks to everybody. Thank you. I hope you will take care of each other out there. I hope you'll be nice to each other and um, and consider that everybody's going through the same hard time. Uh, so we're going to have to cut some people some slack sometimes. And I know that's not easy. All right. Uh, happy Wednesday, everybody. There will be no show Friday, but there will be a show tomorrow. So I will see you then. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Ha!